Hello, welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message uh, will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Again, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. I will begin reading at verse 16. <clears throat> Bind up the testimony, seal the teaching among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob, and I will hope in him. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are signs and portents in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwell on Mount Zion. And when they say to you, consult the mediums and the wizards who chirp and mutter, should not a people consult their God? Should they consult the dead on behalf of the living? To the teaching and to the testimony, surely for this word which they speak, there is no dawn. They will pass through the land, greatly distressed and hungry. And when they are hungry, they will be enraged and will curse their king and their God and turn their faces upward, and they will look to the earth. But behold, distress and darkness, the gloom of anguish, and they will be thrust into the thick darkness." But there will be no gloom for her that was in anguish. In the former times, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nations, thou hast increased its joy. They rejoice before thee as with joy at the harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff up for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, thou hast broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the, of the tramping warrior in battle tumult, and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. This is the reading of God's holy word. Brother Simon, our minister of music, will lead us in praise and worship. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We lift the name of the Lord on high today because he's worthy of our praise. Hallelujah. 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 This is a familiar when we know this. 
We lift the name of the Lord on high today. He came from heaven to earth to show us the way. Hallelujah. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to save us. Let's say that together. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to save us. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. Your name on high. Hallelujah. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to save us. Yeah. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to save us. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth. salvation God today we have hope in Jesus hallelujah because he came from his holy place God to this sin sick world God to die for us hallelujah hallelujah Jesus we thank you Lord God hallelujah God hallelujah Jesus thank you Lord God hallelujah hallelujah God you are the living word Jesus hallelujah hallelujah 
Your word is alive, it is well, hallelujah. It is our hope, God, you are your word, hallelujah. And we know that you have sent out your word and it will not return to you void, but God, it will accomplish all that you have sent it out to you, God, hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your word, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are the living word. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Bread of heaven, send down from glory. Many things you were on earth, a holy king, a carpenter. You are the living word. Bread of heaven, send down from glory. Hallelujah. Many things you were on earth, a holy king, a carpenter. You are the living word, awesome ruler, gentle redeemer, gentle redeemer, God with us, the living truth, and what a friend we have in you, you are the living word, awesome ruler, gentle redeemer, Yes, you are, Lord. God with us, the living truth. And what a friend we have in you. You are an awesome ruler, gentle redeemer. God with us, yeah. God with us, the living truth. And what a friend we have. That's what we call you, manger boy, but on a tree, you died to save me, not you, you are the living word, Jesus, Jesus, Lord, that's what we call you, manger boy, but on a tree, you died you are the living word Jesus, Jesus yes Lord that's what we call you made you born but on a tree you died to save you you are the living word Jesus, Jesus what we call you, made born but on a tree, you died to save me, you are the living word, Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah,
Let's say that his name is what? Jesus, Jesus. His name is Jesus, Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. You are the living word, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. That's what we call you. That's what we That's what, that's what we call you, hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, oh, 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 you are the living word, you are the living word, yes you are, you are the living word, you are the living word. You are the living word. Yes, you are. You are the living word. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are the living word. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify your holy and your divine name. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Well, bless the name of Jesus this morning. Yeah, put your hands together one more time and give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're very glad to see everyone this morning uh, on this last Sunday of 2021. We thank the Lord for you. Yeah, the Lord has graced us and allowed us to see this Sunday morning and allowed us to be in worship today. I count it a privilege to be in the house of the Lord. Thank God for those of you, of you who are watching online, uh, near and far, and we pray that you will be blessed through the worship this morning. Let's remember that Friday night is our watch night service. Uh, we said we start at 10 o'clock, but now we can't start at 10 and be getting here at 10. And we know we only, we're trying to keep it to an hour, so let's, huh? 11 o'clock, thank you. <laughs> I did say 11. Yeah, 11 o'clock, thank you so much. So let's, let's, be, let's be in place and start. For those of us who are in the sanctuary, we're here. We might start a little before 10, but yeah, this is the 11. So you see in my mind, I'm thinking a longer service already. 
but I'm, I'm going to be obedient because, you know, we thank the Lord for the privilege to gather, and we want to remind people to remain safe, wear your mask. Uh, the Omicron variant is raging even here in York County. So that's, that's part of the reason that we're not going to have a long service with, with the praise team singing. And of course, some one or two people might will sing. Uh, but our format will be basically like it is on Sunday morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe next year we can, we can have a long service and everybody can testify <laughs> of the goodness of the Lord. We will see. Um, this morning in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, pray that you all had a blessed Christmas day on yesterday as you gathered with, if you gathered with family and friends, and if you didn't, if you were alone, that you had a blessed day with just you and the Lord. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9, <clears throat> verse 1, but there will be no gloom for her, that was in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them has the light shined. I'm going to talk about Jesus Christ remains the light of the world. Remains the light of the world. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it doesn't return to you void. It accomplishes all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you for sending your word to us today. I pray for a fresh anointing of your spirit so that I might minister under your anointing. And through your anointing, we know that yokes will be destroyed and burdens removed. Have your way this morning. Be glorified. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ remains the light of the world. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 2021 has been another year that, that we won't forget. You know, I've heard people talk about things that happened years ago, you know, remembering tornadoes, remembering uh, floods and what have you. But for, for generations, we will talk about COVID-19. 2019 through 2021 when it was like our world turned upside down. Yeah. Many of us lost loved ones as a result of, of this virus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're still facing uh, political upheaval and turmoil from the past election. Uh, if you pay attention to the news and you read stuff, you see what's going on. I was, um, and at, after the last election, and we're still dealing with this January 6th crisis in Congress, and, but we saw a coup d'etat attempted right before our very eyes. 
and embers of a government overthrow uh, or a re-election of the person many believe was behind the coup d'etat is still very real. I listened to, read an article where two uh, generals of the military stated that 2024, um, because of the divide in the nation and the divide in the military, uh, we could see the end of democracy as we know it. One of the things that has has kept our nation safe over the years from a coup d'etat is that the military remained faithful to the government. If you look at, at coups in other nations, if you follow what happens around the world, if the military is not faithful to the government, then those that want to overthrow the government will succeed. Yeah, so our nation is divided. Yeah, yeah, it, it is divided, you know. Um, Someone said to me just the other day that, that uh, you know, this thing with COVID has kind of like divided us along political lines. And it, it would seem, I know it's not this way completely, but it would seem that those of us who wear masks and, and want to get vaccinated, we're on the Democratic side. And those that don't want to, don't wear masks, on the Republican side, it would seem that way. I know it's not that way, but but many times. Uh, and something that I never thought about, I was reading another article about this virus. I think it was in, it was in Norway, in Sweden, uh, somewhere over there. And this guy was talking about the virus and how it has separated, um, even in his home, it has separated his home. But he talked about how angry he would get when he was out and he saw people wearing masks. That's just how this thing has polarized nations. Yeah, and so, so you know, this is a, a year and a time that, that we'll never forget. Our nation is divided. The church is divided. Uh, when I say the church, I'm speaking of the church in general. Uh, states and cities and towns are divided. Uh, you see the mass mandates and Democratic governors will push for it and will mandate it. Republican governors are against it. Just division, division. Militias, militias are preparing for war every day. Every day. And this just didn't start yesterday, but it's been going on. But there's a rise in militias across, you know what a militia is, Hopefully. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, militias are military groups that are not sanctioned by the government. Uh, they're not a part of the United States military. Well, there are groups around the United States. And it's not just white people, but they're black militias too. Yeah. So we're preparing for war in our own country in our own country. It makes it difficult when you hear people say, let's take back our country as if they are the only people who live in the United States of America and are citizens of the United States of America. But we're a divided nation. We're a divided nation. States, cities, towns divided. 
killings in our schools, killings on our streets every day if you watch the news. Sometimes now, two and three times a day, uh, even, in, even in Little Rock Hill, killings, killings. Two, Today's suicide, suicide rate increasing all over the world. I was talking with a pastor just a couple of weeks ago, and he was, he was a counselor uh, for a school district here in South Carolina, and he was talking about how bad it is in their county. So bad that they've, hired, they've had to hire additional counselors because the, the, the problem with teenagers, with some teenagers, is getting so bad in the school systems. And it's not, it's not just what's happening in the school systems. It's a breakdown in the family. You know, it's a breakdown in the home. We are living in dark times, gloomy times. COVID-19 has taken, in the United States, 816,436 lives in a matter of two years. And worldwide, 5,392,000, no, 5,392,790 lives. Yeah. Of course, this is a side that people don't talk about. Of course, there have been 244, I said that wrong at first, it's 5,392,790,000. And of course, 244,907,000. I don't know why I'm getting my my millions and my billions mixed up in this message. But anyhow, (laughs) anyhow, more people have recovered than have died, which is wonderful, but who wants to be the one to lose their loved one? And that's the thing that always resonates in my mind. Yeah, people are recovering, but but I don't want to lose my loved one. Now, some people walk around like everybody's going to die one day. So, yeah, but if it can be prevented. But we're living in dark times. And I, I received a call just last night saying that, that we should be very careful because the Omicron variant is raging in your county. Now, this is from per, a person who works in the medical field. Yeah. We're tired of wearing masks. Anybody agree with me? It's so refreshing after you go into the store, you had to go for a little while, and then you step outside in the cool breeze, you can take your mask off. Yeah. Some of us are tired of wearing masks. You sanitize so much that your hands are brittle almost. You have to have your sanitizing lotion and your and your moisturizing lotion right there together. Yeah, yeah. We're living, we're living in some dark times. And I was thinking about this, and, and as I was meditating on this, and the Lord, the Lord took me to the scripture in, in Isaiah, because a part of my meditation dealt with the fact that a lot of times people don't want to hear about Jesus today. They don't want to hear about Christ. They don't want to hear the gospel. 
And for many people, it seems like, you know, Jesus is not relevant to them or their situations. And so when you talk about Christ, they don't want to hear what you have to say, which adds to the gloominess and the darkness of this day and time that we live in. It's almost like today we need another gospel to catch the attention of people. But there is no other gospel. There may be a different way of communicating it, but there is no other gospel. The same gospel that has been preached for generations is the same gospel that saves. Because faith comes by hearing the word of the Lord. And Jesus is the good news. God has sent a Savior into this world. And, and what I think what people are missing is in the midst of the gloominess and in the midst of the darkness that, that goes on around us, and a lot of people are living in darkness. A lot of people are depressed. A lot of people are down and out. A lot of people don't have any hope. But what people miss is that Jesus is that answer that God had sent, has sent into this world to give us hope, to give us light, to illuminate the situation, to help us understand what is going on in the world around us. So if you, if you, if you, if you leave Jesus out of the picture and just deal with what's going on in the world, the only other thing that you have is Satan and the warfare that he's bringing in this world to capture as many people as he can. That's why it seems so dark and seems so gloomy. That's why things are going on the way that they're going on in the world because the prince of the power of the air is at work and he's warring against God and against God's people. Yeah. Uh, in this chapter, that, that, that these two chapters, and I can't go through all of them this morning, but this is where the Lord led me to as we talk about Jesus being the light of the world and still being the, the light of the world because this is a prophecy about Jesus Christ. All right, this, that's what's going on here. God is speaking to the nation of Israel, to their wickedness and what's going to happen, how they will be punished for their own sins. And, and I think that a lot of times we don't want, and when I say we, I'm not necessarily talking about us in here, but generally we don't want to acknowledge that we are the cause of many of the problems that are going on in our lives and in the world around us. Because we disobey God. We go our own way. We do our own thing. We live like we want to live and we disregard God until crisis comes in our lives. And then rather than sometimes turning to God and asking and repenting and, and praying for God's help, we blame God and we say, if God is so good, why does he allow these things to go on in this world and in our lives? When we live our lives without regard to him and his way. We might think about God, but when we want to do what we want to do, we just do what we want to do because it's our lives and we live it the way we want to live it. Yeah, yeah. So in this passage of Scripture, as I was thinking about the gloominess and the darkness, this Scripture came to mind. And, 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 and as I read back, I, I, I began to reflect on, on Israel's rebellious state and, and, and how the scripture des describes that they would be uh, in, 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 in the day of, of judgment, in essence, distressed and hungry, roaming the land. And when they are famished, they became enraged. When they were hungry, they became enraged. And looking upward, they will curse their king and their God. Then they will look around 
to look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom, and they will be thrust into utter darkness. So it, the picture is that for people who are not honoring God and obeying God and, and, and living according to the way of God in this time, their situation goes from bad to worse. When I look at our situation in the United States and many times around the world, our situation seems to be going from bad to worse. Rather than looking to God and honoring God, many people are looking up and cursing God. Many people are cursing the president. We're blaming everybody except our own selves for the situation that this world is in. Yeah. But God's people have hope. And this is what we have to remember. As we look at everything that goes on around us, yes, we live in the world. So we have to see, we, we experience some of the, the bad effects of being in the world, but we are not of the world. So God's people have to remember that there is hope. There is hope. There's always been hope. There always will be hope because Jesus remains the light of the world. So in chapter 9, Isaiah continues the prophecy, nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who walk who were in darkness. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. God has sent Christ into the world. He sent Christ into the world. And he goes on to say, Later on, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, unto us a, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it, the prophecy of the coming of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. One of the things that we should that, that we should that should come out of every Christmas celebration, every Christmas celebration, the thing that should come out of it is a reminder that the darkness of this world, the darkness of death, the darkness of, of distress, the darkness of everything that people go through, the darkness of this world has been banished by the light of the world. But it's only banished to those who receive Jesus. Amen. And that's what we must understand. You know, there's no need for us going around being gloomy. There's no need for us going around feeling hopeless because Christ has come. And in every Christmas celebration, if at no other time of the year, amen, we should be reminded that Christ has come and he's coming again. He's coming again. This is going to be over after a while. We don't know when that will be, but the things that go on in this world, it will be over after a while. Satan and his demons will be judged and cast into that lake that burns with fire and brimstone. It's going to be over after a while. But Jesus Christ has come. So, so I pray that we always remember that Christmas is not about 
us giving each other gifts. As wonderful as it feels to get gifts, Christmas is not about lights and, 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 and parties and, and wonderful food. Christmas is about the fact that Christ has come into this world, amen, to give light in the midst of the darkness that's in this world. More than anything else. That's why he came. He came to bring light into our lives because when we were not saved, we were walking in darkness. Amen. And we were doing many of the things that people in darkness do. But Jesus has come and he's brought light in the midst of our darkness. Throughout the scriptures, throughout the scriptures, we see images of God as light. In Genesis, God says, let there be light, and there was light. He could command light because God is light. When Israel was lost in the desert, wandering for 40 years in the desert, in the desert, God illuminated that camp with a pillar of fire. Light, light, light. When David was overwhelmed, amen, with all of the things that were going on in his life, David sang, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even as time went on, as, 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 uh, when humanity seemed to have been lost forever, the prophet believed, the prophet kept hope alive and believed that God would provide a light of revelation to the Gentiles for glory uh, for, his, for his people Israel. That's what Zechariah said when they brought Jesus to him uh, to be circumcised. Yeah, light, light. When the wise men were seeking the newborn king, they followed the light of his rising star. Light. Light. When death darkened the world, Jesus cried out, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That's what Jesus said. If you follow me, you will have the light of life. You, you, your, your imagination should begin, to, just should begin to work right now and think about the light that the Lord has brought in your life. The things that you see and understand that you didn't see and understand. The way, amen, that you take, amen, the guided by the Lord that leads to light and not darkness. <laughs> You have the light of life. Light of life. Yeah. So since the darkness of death, the darkness of destruction, the darkness of gloom, the darkness of despair, I mean, has been banished by the light of the world, who is Jesus Christ. So in these days, when things seem so dark and gloomy, what must we as children of God do? What must we do? Continue to trust in the one who created light out of darkness. You got to continue to trust in it. I mean, God, when chaos, when darkness was upon the face of the deep, it was God, the almighty God, Elohim, who said, let there be light, and there was light. 
So God is not out of control. Even God has not lost control, even though things in the world seem so chaotic and seem so out of control, God is still in control. Yeah, yeah. In Isaiah 8, verse 11, prophet writes, Go back to it, verse 11. For the Lord spoke thus to me with his strong hand upon me and warned me not to walk in the way of this people, saying, do not call conspiracy all that this people call conspiracy and do not fear what they fear nor be in dread. So, People were calling things conspiracy back then, too. <laughs> but God is speaking to Isaiah so that he hears clearly what God wants. So God says to Isaiah, he said, you know, don't call, don't walk in the way of this people. For us, don't walk in the way of the world. It's, and this is, this is a challenge for a lot of people because it seems like the way of the world has such a sway on people. And it seems like the way of the world is so much more exciting than the way of following Christ. But Isaiah is warned by God, don't walk in the way of this people. Do not call conspiracy all that this people call conspiracy and do not fear what they fear, nor be in dread. So, so when I was reading that, and I, I understood, I, I, I sensed in my spirit that the Lord was saying, much of what we see or what we may see in this world, as they were seeing, they were calling it conspiracy, but it was the Lord's doing. So a lot of times what we see going on in the world around us is either the Lord's doing or the Lord's allowing. Why? To bring judgment upon the land. People are not going to see it. People are not going to see God's judgment. But we have to discern the judgment of the Lord. And that's why they curse God. They're angry with God but because things seem to be going so wrong or they're used to having their way and they can't have their way. A lot of people, and I've said this over and over again, I look at, when I look at the storms, the tornadoes, when I look at the floods, when I look at the forest fires, you know, and people just say Mother Nature. No, I believe the Lord has moved, lifted his hand and allowed judgment to come upon the land. And it's not just the United States. It's all over the world. So we have to discern what the Lord is doing and we have to continue to trust him. We can't follow the ways of the people of the world. We can't call conspiracy what they're, even with coronavirus, I don't call conspiracy what people are calling conspiracy. I don't see a conspiracy theory. I see a virus that's killing people. Yeah. So we continue to trust him. And in continuing to trust him, it's important in this time that we continue the work that has been assigned in our hands to do. 
If you look at what Isaiah is doing, Isaiah is continuing what God told him to do. In verse 16, God says, bind up the testimony, seal the teaching among my disciples, those who follow me. All right. I will wait for the Lord who is who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob and I will hope in him. So Isaiah has a responsibility to continue the work that God has assigned him to do. And when it talks about binding up the testimony here, amen, God has, has given a prophetic word uh, to Isaiah and he and he writes more of this in chapter 30 uh, in verse eight. Uh, but until until. Until further revelation, Isaiah is to bind up the testimony, and he is to, uh, in this binding up, he says here, uh, seal the teaching among my disciples. So we have to continue the teaching among the Lord's disciples. We can't stop doing the work that God has called us to do, even though things may seem dark. Even though things may seem gloomy, this is the time to continue the work that the Lord has placed in our hands because somebody needs the message of hope and needs the message of Christ. So I looked at this and I asked the Lord, what else should we do? What do we do? God says, I know that you're human beings and I know sometimes you feel overwhelmed by the things that you see. All right, by the things that go on in your life. Sometimes you feel overwhelmed by the circumstances of life. Sometimes you experience the attacks of the enemy. All right, but remembering that Jesus is still the light of the world and he's come to bring us light. In this light, he illuminates us as we live, as we go through, as we deal with situations. So, so, so the Lord says, sing like David did. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Amen. So even though believers in these times are overwhelmed sometimes, amen, and over, even overwhelmed with ministry sometimes, amen, we must remember who is the essence of our lives. We must remember who we serve. We get light from the Lord. In the midst of our darkness, the Lord is our light. The Lord is our salvation. Psalm 61. Psalm has said, hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I call to you when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you are my refuge, a strong tower against my enemy. Yes, the Lord is our refuge. He's our strong tower against every attack of the enemy. Because Satan attacks us because he wants to discourage us. He wants us to give up. But we must remember the Lord is my light, my salvation. We must encourage one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody unto the Lord, because our help is in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. And as we continue, as we continue following the Lord, amen, who is the, the bright and morning star, amen, we get this light continually in our lives. Amen. It is his mission through the Holy Spirit as he guides us to continue his work in our lives and his work in this world. He guides us into all truth. 
as his star guided the wise men to the place of his birth. He will guide us on our life's journey. But we got we to gotta receive his guidance. Amen. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. We can depend on him. Amen. We can depend on him. Job said he knows the way that I take. And when he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Sometimes the gloominess and the darkness and the overwhelming that we're feeling comes from being tested in our faith by the Lord. But the Lord has tried us and is trying us. And when he has tried us, we'll come forth as pure gold. Amen. We will. We continue to follow him. Bible says those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If I'm being led, that's mean, that means I'm following. I'm following to go where he wants me to go, to do what he wants me to do, to say what he wants me to say. He is my light. He illuminates my life. He gives me revelation. He gives us revelation and insight into his, into his will, into his word, into his way. So we look to him, not to anybody else. Not to anybody else. He is the light. He remains the light of the world. Jesus Christ remains the light of the world. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Yeah, we've seen this great light. We've seen Jesus. He is the light of the world. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Pray today that the word of the Lord has, has blessed you in some way. I don't know what you may be going through in your life. I don't know what may be going on around you in your family circle or what have you. But Jesus remains the light of the world. If you need light in a situation, the Lord Jesus Christ is that light. A lot of times we tend to look other places first. We've got to look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. He is the light of the world. We're in this world. He's our light. He came to bring light in the midst of our darkness. And it does become very personal. It has to be personal. You have to see Jesus as the one who's come to bring light and be light for you in the midst of your darkness. When you receive the light of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're able to let your light shine before men as they look at you and see how you live and see how you work, see how you believe. They will ask you, why? Now you have a reason to tell them about the hope that lies in you or the light of your world. God bless you. Amen. Let's stand. Thank God for your, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it does not return to you empty. It doesn't return to you void. Your word accomplishes all that you desire. You prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. 
So thank you for sending your word to us this day. Thank you for what your word will accomplish in our lives and has accomplished. Thank you for being the light of the world, being the light of our lives. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Maybe your life is filled with darkness. Maybe circumstances in your life are all messed up. And you said to yourself, I don't know where to turn. Well, maybe that's the reason the Lord had you tune in to this message today. Because Jesus is the one to turn to. He can illuminate your pathway. He can illuminate your life. He can lead you into life everlasting. He can help you. Remember the scripture says, he is the mighty God, the wonderful counselor, the prince of peace. He will be to you whatever you need him to be. But it takes you being willing to trust him. It takes you in the midst of everything that you may be going on, that may be going on in your life. It takes you saying to the Lord, Lord, I can't fix this. But I believe you can. It takes you turning it over to the Lord. It takes you doing that. So I ask you today, if you don't know Christ <clears throat> as your Savior and your Lord, I'm giving you a personal invitation. Will you ask Jesus to come into your life and to save you from your sin? If you will do that, and you do that not because I asked you, simply because I asked you, but you're willing to ask Jesus because that's your desire, that's your will. You believe he can change your life. And he can change your life. There's no doubt about that. He can change your life. So if you'll ask him to come in, he will do just what you ask him to do. If you want Christ to be your Savior and your Lord, please follow me in this prayer. I'll lead you through the prayer of confession. Uh, just in case you don't know what to pray, this will help you in the process. Pray along with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. Lord, I believe that you died on the cross for my sin. Because I deserve death for my sin. You took my place on that cross. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for satisfying God's law on my behalf. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my Savior.
Be my Lord. Save me from my sin. I give my life to you. I trust you with my life. I receive you now. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world, on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.